0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome to Steppin' Out with Cassie Fraser, the radio show on the Voice America Kids channel. You've seen the show on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. Now we take things a step further with the radio show. Now, here is your host, Cassie Frazier.
1: Welcome to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier on Voice America Kids. This show is all about showcasing new original artists and their music. So, let's get the show started. And today I have a very special guest with me, Melissa Martin. How are you, Melissa?
2: I'm well, Cassie. How are you? I'm
1: great, thank you. Now, you are not originally from here...
2: No, I'm not.
1: Can you tell us where you're originally from?
2: I grew up in Chicago, and I got my start doing theater at Victory Gardens Theater in downtown Chicago, and I was the youngest to be accepted into their prestigious program where we had to perform for all the uh, large corporations of agents and talent scouts and all that good stuff when I was Mm -hmm. just in high school. So from there, I went to Roosevelt University and got my degree in musical theater, and I came out to Arizona to go to L.A. And here I am in Arizona mm-hmm. teaching, which it's really is really neat. wonderful. It's yes. really
1: neat. And now you said you were going to L.A., so you didn't originally want to stay in Arizona.
2: No, I did not. I actually had um, was diagnosed with multinodular goiters on my thyroid. So as soon as I found a program out here called the studio that I teach at, which is Voices, Um, They have a technique called speech-level singing. And speech-level singing completely saved my life. And that's what made me choose to stay in Arizona was because I found a voice teacher that not only believed in me, but that worked with me. And that was every step of the way through my surgery and all the struggles that I've gone through in the past year, she held my hand the entire way. So I had no need to leave Arizona Mm -hmm. after that.
1: That's amazing. And now you said... We talked earlier that you got discovered in a little a little cafe, was it? It was
2: a lighting store. My parents were oh, okay. picking out the lights <laughs> for their new house. And they had um, the movie Aladdin playing. And I was sitting there with my brother. And I was singing. And they went up to my parents. And they said, is that your daughter that's sitting there singing? And my parents were mortified. They were like, oh, no. Is she being loud? Is she being annoying? And they said, no, she's she's really good <laughs> in a lighting store. Who would have thought? And then from there, my parents put me into choir. And through that experience, I was able to travel. I sang at Carnegie Hall when I was 15. And then I went to Westminster Abbey, St. Martin's in the field. I was able to travel England. And it was an amazing opportunity for me. So I got my start in classical singing and in choral music. And from there, I moved to Broadway and musical theater. And from there, the sky's the limit. So I I really wanted a well-rounded education so Mm -hmm. I can do everything.
1: Everything. That's really cool. And now tell us, you said you had surgery on your throat. How did you find out that you had this thing? I had pneumonia my freshman year of college, and
2: they were able to see the nodules through just a general Mm -hmm. x-ray. It was about seven years, the entire process. And they just, but because I was a singer Mm -hmm. and I was so young, Nobody wanted to touch me because your thyroid is very close to your vocal cords. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like um, a violinist being told they have to have hand surgery. Oh, so it was something that was very scary for me and for the surgeons. So it was a long process, and it wasn't until it started impacting my voice and putting pressure on my vocal cords mm-hmm. that I had to get it taken out.
1: And they told you that you wouldn't be able to sing?
2: They told me it would be a long time before I, the strength of my vocal cords were going to come back and mm-hmm. that my range would be diminished quite a lot. And I overcame it and through speech-level singing, through teaching, through being at Voices Studio in North Scottsdale, I recorded a song three months after my surgery. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you go back and listen to the song? I, it's a Christmas song, so I kind of regret doing a Christmas song because you know it's not something you listen to year round. But mm-hmm. you know, I get a text message from my dad every now and then where he's mm-hmm. just so proud of me and and just amazed. And my surgeon plays that song for a lot of his patients wow. to show them that well he can do a good job, right? And, <laughs> and also that things can be done and it's mm-hmm. all about what you do with your life and what you're given and if you believe it then you can absolutely achieve it and that's what i tell my students mm-hmm. at voices cuz i teach at voices now i have my youngest is in preschool and i teach all the way through 18 year olds and i just teach them to be themselves to love what they do and to take a risk and mm-hmm. to get up and do your thing and Don't ever hold back.
1: Definitely. And now you said that you did speech-level singing. Can you explain to our audience what that is?
2: Speech-level singing is a vocal technique that was developed by a man named Seth Riggs. Mm -hmm. He's out in Los Angeles. Everybody that you can think of has studied the technique, from Michael Jackson studied with Seth from uh, when he was 16 till the day before he passed away. Everyone from Barbara Streisand to Julie Andrews to Pavarotti... Um, the best part about this technique is it doesn't really matter what genre of music it works for anything, whether it's rap or classical or Broadway or, you know, heavy metal rock band. This technique teaches you to sing correctly. And what it is, is if you can speak in the correct form, Mm -hmm. you can sing. So the ease that you feel when you speak is the ease that you're supposed to feel when you sing, which is a low larynx Mm -hmm. and to have everything relaxed and from there we build bridges and we build notes and we change your vowel modifications in order for you to create a well-rounded sound
1: that's really neat you're listening to the voice america kids network the show is stepping out with cassie frazier and i'm cassie frazier we were talking with melissa martin and now melissa you work at voices yes how did you get a job there
2: this was just an Incredible experience for me because I, when I came to Arizona, I worked uh, as a busser at mm-hmm. a breakfast restaurant, mm-hmm. and there was a man named Brad Perry who used to be a, a newscaster out here in Arizona, and he was a regular customer. And he handed me a CD that he had recorded, and I said, "Do you know of a voice teacher?" And he said, "As a matter of fact, I do." And I took one lesson from her, and at the time, I wasn't able to afford very much. I came to Arizona with like less than a hundred dollars in right. my wallet. So he actually believed in me as so much. He paid for my first full month of voice lessons wow. with her. And from there I developed a very strong relationship with my voice teacher. And from there I developed a very strong relationship with the studio and it kind of just all fell into place. Mm-hmm. And what, do you teach at Voices? I teach preschool piano tunes. I teach Little Glee, six to eight year olds. Glee, nine to 12. Glee, 13 to 18. Comedy improv, 13 to 18. And pretty much everything else. Pretty much everything. (laughs) That's
1: really cool. And now you also do comedy. Are you funny? Well, the thing
2: about comedy is there's a fine line between being stupid and being funny. Mm-hmm. So I try and that's what I try and teach my kids is that there's a difference between being goofy and being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm, I mean, I think I'm funny. on you this think spot. I'm funny. <laughs> Of course I do. Who doesn't, yeah. but I like to have a lot of fun and I just like my kids to be themselves. And that mm-hmm. sometimes is where the best humor comes from is just being yourself.
1: Right. And at voices, what's probably one of your favorite classes to teach? I really have to be
2: honest on all of them, but my Glee 13 to 18 year olds is such a fun age to teach because I'm not old enough to be your mom yet. Mm -hmm. So I can like call you out on all your tricks and I know (laughs) when they haven't worked and they build real relationships with each other. So we're not copying what the show does. Mm -hmm. We are building our own Glee. So they build real relationships with each other and with me. And that, turns out to be an honest performance. Whether they're singing as a group or they're singing individually, they get up there and they know what they're going to do. They're going to be prepared for what they do. And regardless of if they decide to do theater or music or acting as their career for the rest of their lives, it doesn't matter. They're going to know the self-discipline that it takes to do whatever they want to do Mm -hmm. and to be prepared and to learn how to prepare themselves. And they're going to give speeches. I mean, as you know, in school, you have to give up and give presentations. So they get up there with their head, you know, their Mm -hmm. head high and self-confidence is absolutely amazing. And they do things like I had a girl last week. She got up for the very first time. She played the guitar and sang for everybody. And she was so nervous and at the end of it, she was shaking like a leaf and she looked yeah. at me and she said, Can I do it again? Oh, <laughs> <my goodness. laughs> when can I get up there again? Right. I want to do more. Right. And that to me, I was like, That's why I
1: teach. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And what's one thing that you have really want to install in all your students? To be honest, to be honest with themselves,
2: to be honest with mm-hmm. their parents, and to always be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, it, what's really important to me is that when somebody is finished with their performance in class, mm-hmm. we don't applaud for each other because I don't want somebody to clap louder for somebody than somebody else. So sense. at the end of every single person performing, we simply say thank you for your work. Really? So they appreciate each other. And that's what I really want my kids to, to walk away from is to be proud of who they are and to not be afraid, and to own it, and to take risks, because nothing, nothing will ever happen if you don't just, just do it.
1: Do you ever push your kids like, it's time to go? It's oh time yeah, to take a risk. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely, I push the baby out of the nest yeah. all the time, and I tell them, I'm like, you're gonna love me now, but there's gonna be yeah. times where you're not gonna like me so much. But at the end of the day, you're gonna be so much farther ahead mm-hmm. and just more well-rounded than they can even comprehend right now. It'll take years before my students truly understand everything that I'm trying to give to them, which is great. It's a lifelong learning experience at Voices.
1: Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for coming and talking with me. Thanks, Cassie. Let's take a break. I'm Cassie Frazier. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Steppin' Out with Cassie Fraser, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now, back to the show. Here's Cassie Fraser. Welcome
1: to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier. That's me, your host, on the Voice America Kids radio network. This show is about showcasing artists, and you're going to hear a little bit of their music, which is super cool. Today with me, I have Kenny Holland. How are you, Kenny?
4: I'm good, Cassie. Thank you for having
1: me. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, how old are you, Kenny?
4: I'm 16 years old.
1: And when did you figure out that you really wanted to start singing?
4: Um, I've kind of uh, sung all my life. I have five sisters and a mom and a dad, and we all kind of sing as a family. And I've always, um, since my elementary years, I was kind of the athletic type, never really wanted to pursue music, but... Once I got into high school, I kind of um, started performing more and realized that that's what I really wanted to do. So pretty recently, but it's definitely what I wanted to
1: do. Cool. And are you originally from here?
4: I was born in Michigan, but moved here pretty soon after I was born.
1: That's cool. Why did you decide to move here? Is it your parents? Yeah,
4: parents, jobs, my Mm -hmm. dad's job
1: and stuff. That's really cool. And what really inspires you to write music?
4: Um... As cliche as it sounds, I get uh, a lot of inspiration from girls and <laughs> family and um, just life experiences and everything. It's hard to write a song um, if you don't have that emotion. So mm-hmm. it's it's good to have the ups and downs to help you write the music.
1: Mm-hmm. And what do you think is harder, actually sitting down and writing lyrics or finding music to go with the lyrics?
4: Um, I, th- I think the music part is hardest because the lyrics just come, you know, from the experiences, like I said, like it just comes from your heart, like mm-hmm. what you've been through. So yeah.
1: That's really cool. And what have been some of your inspirations for the album now? Is it just girls?
4: Um, like I said, there's been a lot of inspiration from girls, <laughs> but, um, my, definitely my parents and my sisters and my family, and then, um, just other just other things that's happened, you know, mm-hmm. over the years.
1: What would you say is your favorite song to sing?
4: My favorite song to sing would have to be Just the Way You Are because I did a pretty meaningful performance where I had my sisters come on stage and I sang it to them.
1: Oh, that's so cute. And what, what was the response to that?
4: There were definitely tears in the audience, actually, some <laughs> for myself, too. oh, so
1: that be- that's so cute. And what do you hope to achieve with your music?
4: Um, Obviously... It would be the ultimate goal to become a successful um, singer-songwriter, performer, playing for a lot of people. But just like other uh, other artists have inspired me and helped me through my issues in life, I would like to give hope and inspiration to those who need it. You know?
1: That's really cool. And you've done some signings, that's correct? I have. And what's it like going to those signings?
4: That has to be one of my favorite things to do, just to... Um, meet the fans and see the different people and their reactions. It's
1: mm-hmm. just a blast. What are some of the reactions that you've gotten?
4: Um, I've got a bunch of uh, pictures wanting to be taken, a um, couple phone numbers asked for. I'm not <laughs> allowed to give that. that
1: That's funny. And I heard there was someone who actually cried for you at the last event. That is true. How was that? Were you like, okay, am I doing something wrong <laughs> or...
4: Um, I was kind of honored, actually, <laughs> that they were actually that excited to be there. Me, but
1: That's cool. And you also play piano. I do. When did you start doing that?
4: I started taking lessons when I was eight years old and took lessons up until I was 14. And now I just practice regularly.
1: That's really cool. And do your siblings play any instruments too?
4: Yes. Um, one of my sisters plays the drums, but all of them have taken the piano mm-hmm. lessons
1: and stuff. That's really cool. And now you're working on an album. I am. Tell us about that. Well, uh,
4: it is supposed to come out um, end of April. That's uh, what we're aiming for. Um, I've been in the studio recording um, a little bit here and there every week, just um, when we have free time, and I'm super excited for it. It's really cool. That's
1: really cool. And and you've spent a lot of time recording. Yes. What's probably a little hint on what is your favorite song that you've that's on the album.
4: Um, one of my favorite songs on the album would have to be called One Day at a Time, so stay tuned. Stay tuned for that.
1: And you also do covers. I do. And what's probably your favorite one that you've done?
4: Um, I've done Poison and Wine by the Civil Wars, mm-hmm. and I did it with my producer, um, Dan Parker, and that one was really cool. We had some awesome harmonies and stuff. So.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you perform, that's correct? hmm do you ever get nervous when you have to perform?
4: I uh, used to get super nervous. My first big performance was at my high school on um, my freshman year um, when I started taking music seriously and um, I was super nervous for that. But over time, I've just started to you know, get used to it and it's mm-hmm. not as hard as it used to be. But you always have that rush of adrenaline.
1: Mm-hmm. And what would you say would be probably the best part of performing?
4: Um, crowd reaction is kind of what um what makes it the most fun because they're they're there with you enjoying what you're doing and feeling it just like you are and
1: mm. so I love it. What's the craziest response you've ever gotten from performing that kind of scared you a little bit?
4: That scared me a little bit. Well, I uh, remember one performance in particular. I forgot a little bit of the words and heard a you gasped in the audience. Oh
1: and no. That was a bit scary. What what song was it? Do you remember?
4: Um it was Let It Be
1: oh my goodness yeah. and you forgot the words
4: yeah it's you... tough to believe because it's such a classic mm-hmm.
1: but... and w- did you stop singing or did you continue singing
4: I did the best I could. you did the- this was when I was super nervous back in the day so that's that's mm-hmm. why that
1: happened and do you have anything coming up where you're performing
4: I do um March 29th I am performing actually opening for the summer set um more info on my page and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm hoping to do more a couple more shows here and there so
1: which really cool. and now going back to your covers what would probably be a song that you'd really like to sing
4: um one that I would like to do is Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol oh,
3: I like that song
1: it's, that's a really good
4: song another one is also Dear John by Taylor Swift she's oh, one of my
1: really mm-hmm. that's really cool and now with you singing do you see yourself doing this for like the rest of your life
4: I do I mean that's uh that's my goal. It's There's chances that it won't happen, but that's what I'm striving for. I'm working hard to mm-hmm. make it. So.
1: And what do your parents think about you wanting to become a singer?
4: Um, There's mixed um, emotions there sometimes because they're supportive of what I want to do and what my dreams are, but they also don't want me to get caught up in all the, um, the stuff that happens in this industry because it can be tough. So mm-hmm. I have their support, but they they really just want me to be careful and say,
1: that's really cool. And now you go to school, yes. like a regular kid. Like when you're at school, do you get a different reaction? Like people treat you kind of different because you are this performer?
4: Yeah, it there, it can be hard sometimes because uh, people, people um, will judge you and say that if you do something wrong, that they'll say that you did it just because you think you're too good or mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, you just got to ignore the um, the people who are hating and just keep going.
1: And do your friends treat you different?
4: No, my friends are my My, my true friends You're are true always friend. there for me. And they're just, they're always there.
1: That's really cool. And where do you see yourself in about five years?
4: In five years, hopefully, um, being able to uh, release more albums, more music, touring, playing with bigger artists.
1: Mm-hmm. that's really cool and now do you have like a facebook or a twitter that we could go on i
4: do you can um go like my my music facebook page which is um www.facebook.com slash kenny holland music um where you can where all my music can be accessed and show
1: dates that's really cool okay and now i know that when i see someone that is like like a justin bieber or you know a big time rush I wanted to know the things about them so I'm going to ask you a few questions and you have to respond to them okay so what's your favorite color
4: my favorite color is the color red
1: red gotcha and what kind of music do you listen to
4: um I listen to pop rock and even a little bit of rap
1: a little bit of. rap. and what's your favorite animal
4: favorite animal is a baby polar bear
1: oh that's cute <laughs> and how many covers have you done so far
4: on YouTube I have done I think four covers in waiting for the album.
1: hmm So cool. And your inspiration is girls. Do you ever get it from like your friends? Inspiration? Mm-hmm. More or less. More or less. <laughs> okay. And when you grow up you want to be a recording artist, that's right. That's right. What else would you like to do if you aren't?
4: Um Backup plan, um.
1: Backup plan, yeah. Plan B. I uh I don't know. I- You're not sure?
4: I think my my plan B is music still. Music
1: still, okay, gotcha. What's your favorite place to visit?
4: My favorite place to visit is Mission Beach in California.
1: Have you ever been there? I have
4: I spent a week there for spring break one time.
1: That's really cool. And what's your favorite food?
4: My favorite food is pasta,
1: anything Italian. Anything Italian. Well, thank you so much, Kenny, for being here. It was amazing. And if we want to follow you on Twitter or Facebook, just Kenny Holland. Yes, ma'am. Alrighty, righty. Let's take a break. I'm Cassie Frazier. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
0: Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
1: Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: You're listening to Step it Out with Cassie Fraser, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now back to the show. Here's Cassie Fraser.
1: To to Steppin' At with Cassie Frazier. Again, I'm your host, Cassie Frazier, on the Voice America Kids radio network. The show is about broadcasting artists, and we will, at the end, hear a little bit of them play. So, with me today, we have young Trey. How are you, Trey?
5: Hi, hey. Um, how are you doing, Cassie? Uh- I'm doing great, actually. Thank you for having me on your show.
1: Oh, thank you so much for coming out. Now, is that your real name, Young Trey?
5: Uh Young Trey is actually not. Uh, my real name is Robert Lewis Bryant the Third.
1: Oh, that's cool. Why did you decide to change it?
5: Um the reason why is because uh I'm the third generation of my family. And when I was a kid, actually in daycare uh daycare I was bilingual. Mm-hmm. So I just Trey and, you know, kinda mix mm-hmm. it up with a little Spanish, and so that's what I decided to name myself.
1: That's really cool. And now you're a rapper, that's correct? Yes, I am. How did you start becoming a rapper?
5: Um, Actually, in high school, at first I wanted to become a singer, because uh, I uh, used to have a really wide range mm-hmm. in high school. And, um, you know, some things changed. Uh, my voice got a little deeper, and I could no longer sing. So I just started uh, picking up my second passion, which was writing so the more i started writing i started putting rhythms behind it and people uh nurtured me and kind of showed me how to put these specific words in, in and in a pattern to create the music that i make
1: that's really cool and now you say you read a lot i do what do you read in particular
5: um you know just i've read a couple of harry potter books you <laughs> know i can't lie you know uh diary of a Diary of a, a wimpy kid, you know, just just um whimsical books, you know, very high spirited books. I also read the dictionary a lot because, you know, in order to be a great writer, you also have to have a, a very wide vocabulary.
1: Mm-hmm. So Where would you say your inspiration comes from?
5: Uh my inspiration, to be honest, it actually comes from my mother. Uh you mm-hmm. know, um my father wanted to be wanted me to be an engineer, mm-hmm. uh, but I was never good at math. So my mom was the only person who actually, you know, encouraged me to follow my dreams.
1: That's really cool. And now you're a writer. Do you write poetry?
5: Um, I actually do not, surprisingly. I I don't write poetry. I just kind of picked up a pen. I started writing short stories, you know, just uh, short stories about certain events in my life. And uh, I even made up some short stories. Sorry, I kind of jumped over the whole poetry
6: Mm -hmm. thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you said when you were little, we were talking earlier, you had your first song out Tell us about the first song that you ever sang.
5: Uh, man, my first song was called My Time. And um, I remember it because I went out to Target and I bought this computer program called Magix. And <laughs> I thought I was a, a super producer. I made beats and I had, a, I had like a little, uh, a little headset microphone. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool. And I wrote this song and it was like my time, my life, my strife. It's my time to shine. Like that's how the song went. It was <laughs> it was it was horrible, but it's it's crazy because I, I still have it on my laptop and I listen to it just to kind of put them to perspective how much I've grown.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you said you were also in a band. Is that right?
5: Yeah, I was actually in a group. Uh, the group was called the Tugtown Boys because we were in Tucson, so we were called the Tugtown Boys. And to be honest, I was the worst in the group. I was horrible,
6: oh, no. and, you
5: know, and and uh, just. Seeing everybody else that was in my group, you know, just surpassed me. It, it, it uh, gave me a lot of determination, and it motivated me to write more and be better. So I just consistently kept writing, trying to, you know, improve my craft.
1: How did you knew, like, know that you were the worst one out of the group?
5: Oh man, um, we would record a song, and after we record a song, we would uh, play it for a bunch of our friends. Mm. Well, a bunch of their friends actually say, you know, and, and they would say, oh. You know, Peyton's verse is really good, and Josh's verse is really good, but you know, they mm, didn't say anything yeah. about mine. So I kind of, I kind of got that feeling. You mm-hmm. know, and plus, and plus, you know, I, I still talk to, um, still talk to the guys that I that I used to be in a group with, and they told me they're like, "Yeah, you were the worst." Yeah, so yeah, honest. we're gonna be honest, yeah, brutally honest. Yeah, they, they did. It hurt me, it mm-hmm. cut me deep, but it's okay.
1: And how did you improve from being the worst to now being a rapper? Hard work, mm-hmm. hard
5: work wake up every morning and um, just write. I would actually take a tablet with me. Wherever I would go, I would write down ideas. I would write about them. Even if they didn't rhyme, you know, I am still writing about ideas. and mm-hmm. Just keep writing, keep reading. You know, every day, every day, just keep writing.
1: Mm-hmm. And when you're writing, is it easier to rhyme or not to rhyme?
5: Um, when I'm writing now, it, it's easier to rhyme. It just comes naturally. You mm-hmm. know? As of right now, it's kind of like a second, second language, you know. So I just... Take the pencil, or no, actually I use a pen because I'm left-handed, you know. But I use a pen and I just start writing, and mm-hmm. whenever I'm done, I just drop the pen. That's it, you
1: there, there we go. And is there any songs on the radio that really get to you that when you hear them, you just start rapping with them?
5: Oh, wow, that is a that's a good question. Actually, <laughs> Thank that's you. A very good question. Um,
1: man. I know it's tough. It it's is okay.
5: because nowadays, like, um, let's see, I'd probably say. Some Lil Wayne songs, you mm-hmm. know, uh, some Lil Wayne songs. I'll definitely start rapping to to his music. He's a he's a good lyricist. I like how he uh, I like his play on words. So that's mm-hmm.
1: definitely. And you have your? Do you have an album out?
5: Um, I actually have a mixtape that I finished, and it's called Far From Fiction, um, and that's really what we're performing right now. But we're getting ready to transition now that I'm going in a totally different direction. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to write. Um uh, my first solo album which is gonna be called Improper Salutations.
1: Wow, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Are you excited for it?
5: I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. You mm-hmm. know, um of course everyone it's it's like, you know, painting a picture, you know. Right. Like you always know what you're trying to display or, or, or uh portray.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, but it's it's your job as an artist to make other people, you know, feel it, understand it and just say, you know, hey, like he went through this, so you know just you know just definitely trying to get people to you know um, connect with me on right the, on a deeper level.
1: And now back to your nerves when you perform, are you ever nervous? <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, my first performance actually was at a taco shop probably oh, about seven months ago, I would say. My first mm-hmm. performance, taco shop in front of eight people, it was kind of like my tryout, yeah. you know. And I was so nervous that you know. It was bad. It was bad. It, I was sweating. It, really? Confusedly. It was bad. Bad sweat. Bad, and I was shaking. And when I got oh, no. up there, I was really nervous until, you know, the music started playing. and then I was more comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did the audience react?
5: Oh, the audience loved it. You know, as a matter of fact, it was because of that performance at that little taco shop that mm-hmm. I am where I am today. Um, DJ Shorty, uh, Joshua, Ross, you know, they, they definitely helped me. Shorty gave me my first real big concert she's Mm -hmm. a dj in tucson she's great um and she's actually the one that that plays my music wherever she goes Mm -hmm. so you know i'm definitely thankful and josh Ross is my uh, josh ross he's uh you know my business partner Mm -hmm. for our clothing clucks and fries you know
1: that's cool and going back to the big event how many people would you say were at the event that you performed at
5: the taco shop yeah eight people
1: eight people eight people really eight
5: people at most
1: so that would be like your least event where there's the least people, yes. what would you say is the most you performed in front of an audience? Like mm. hundreds?
5: I'd probably say hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah, um, yeah most definitely. definitely. Was it
1: nerve-wracking? Oh,
5: yes, it was. We were also trying to shoot a music video that night. And oh, no. <laughs> people were not being cooperative. Okay.
1: So it was, it was, it was kind of tough. Yeah. tough. But what really makes you humble? Is it your family or is it your friends or is it just the music in general?
5: What makes me humble is the people that I surround myself with, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, we don't take anything for granted, you know, every day we wake up in the morning and we, you know, thank the Lord that we're able to do what we're, you know, we're meant to do. And so we just go out there and we say every day is a new day. Every show is a new show. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to give, we're going to give the the viewers or, uh, you know, the listeners, we're going to give them an experience that they can remember for the rest of their lives. You know, and so I... I am blessed to be around a you know, great amount of people that care about
1: me. That's so cool. Well thank you so much, young Trey, Ah, for coming out and talking with me. It's been amazing. Thank you. So thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Cassie Frazier, keeper right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you got style? Not just
3: style in wearing the latest, but in designing the latest. Check out Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. Your host is a designer with her own up-and-coming clothing line, so you know you're already hearing an expert on the show. We'll focus on the latest fashion trends and the red carpet looks. Discover your sense of style and have a new confidence in fashion. Tune in to Style Revolution, airing every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America
1: Kids.
0: You're listening to Step It Out with Cassie Frazier, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now, back to the show. Here's Cassie Frazier.
1: Welcome back to Stepping Out with Cassie Frazier on Voice America Kids. If you'd like to follow me, it's just at Cassie Frazier. We also have a Facebook page, which is Step Up to the Microphone. And if you want to be a part of the contest, don't be scared to enter. It's just www.stepuptothemicrophone.com tell us everything we want to know your feedback earlier today we had young trey on and he told us about his experience well here is one of his new singles who am i i hope you guys enjoy it and tell me what you think
7: Up on the, beast, up on the prize. That's my team, Young Trey, that is me. Okay, okay. my Young Trey, I live when you see me. Yeah, yeah. Just around here, tell
6: the day somebody beat me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a lion, I'm a piece up in the piece
7: yeah. of That's my team, Young Trey, that is me. Yeah. This is way too easy, where's the competition? Everybody wanna rap with no talent given on the list. To play my position and sneak up on them and kill them. They asking, but no forgiveness. Nope. Now that I'm all up in, I'm reinventing the game. And if you were up in my way, boy, you better stay in your lane. Killing the crowd slang. My lyrics be out of chain. And we do all out, so we letting our nuts swing. Gun train. Who am I, Young Trey? Just holler when you see me Young, around here Tell the day somebody beat me I'm like a lion I'm a piece upon the piece upon The prize. That's my team, Young Trey That is me Who am I, Young Trey? Just holler when you see me yeah, yeah. around here Tell the day somebody beat me I'm yeah. Yeah. like a lion I'm a beast upon the piece upon, okay. yeah. 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 like upon, upon The prize. That's my team, Young Trey That is me Yeah, uh, yeah boy, I gotta get I gotta get Trade. Okay, boy, I gotta get him, gotta get him, yeah. Yeah, boy, I gotta get him, get him, train. Okay, yeah, I gotta get him, get him, yeah. Yeah, boy, I gotta get him, get him, train. Okay, boy, I gotta get gotta get him, yeah. Yeah, boy, I gotta get him, get him, train.
1: That was great. Thank you so much, Young Trey, for Who Am I. You can download that track on iTunes. Go grab it. I think it's really cool. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Cassie Frazier. Come on, guys. I want to know your feedback. I want to know what you're thinking. And you can also like us on Facebook, Step Up to the Microphone. If you want to be a part of the contest, it's just www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. And I suggest you enter. It's a really cool contest. Basically what stepping out is is we're giving young artists, new original artists a chance to be on the radio so they can showcase their their talents for us. Well, now we have another track for you. It's by Kenny Holland, So What. I hope you guys enjoy. Tell me what you think. Thank you so much, Kenny Holland. That was so what. Guys, go download it on iTunes because I think it's a really cool song. You can also follow him on Twitter and me as well at Cassie Frazier. Go ahead and like us on Facebook, which is Step Up to the Microphone. If you want to be a part of the contest, just go to stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. It's between ages 8 to 12. You can win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, And a scholarship. So it's a lot of fun. I've had so much fun recording the show and the TV side of it. We've had bloopers. We've just had a lot of fun. And if you'd also like to check out the show, just go to voiceamericakids.tv. It airs every Friday at 3 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I've had a blast. Remember, I want to know your feedback. I want to know everything that's going on. And if you'd like to email the show, just send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure to mention my name, Cassie Frazier, of course, and mention the show, which is Stepping Out with Cassie Frazier, or Step Up to the Microphone. Tell us something or ask some questions, because they might even be mentioned or answered on the air. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Stepping Out with Cassie Fraser. Remember to join us next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. And then stay for the after party on the Voice America Kids channel at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll showcase more performances and kick off a promising career for America's next music star.